Sports Radio, combined with Harness Racing New South Wales, brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. And it is time for On The Pace. And speaking of good race calls, last night was the running of the Eureka. But don't take my word for it. Let's go to our expert panel. What did you guys think of this race? That was the worst thing I ever heard. It was terrible. It was horrendous. Well, it wasn't that bad. Oh, yeah? Oh, there are parts of it I liked. Yeah, I liked a lot of it. Yeah, it was good. It was great. It's wonderful. Oh, bravo. More. More. Oh, definitely punters they are. Absolutely brilliant call, I thought, from Fred Hastings. I know he'll hate me saying this because he's such a modest individual, but I didn't get the chance to see the race. I was driving along in the car and listened to it. Being able to explain what's going on and painting a picture in your in a person's head that's not at the track, as well as bringing them into the hype, is an absolute art. I know you'll be embarrassed by me saying that, Fred, but that was an absolute stellar call. Well done. I can't wait to replay it. Good on you, Grant. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah, it's all about you've you got to meld the, 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 the mind, bring the mind's eye into it for those that aren't watching the race and, uh, and, and painting a picture, and hopefully that's what uh, I managed to do last night. But look, it was an m- incredible night. From the minute I walked on the track, I got there at around 3 o'clock until the time I left at 10 o'clock. The hype, the, the vibe of the place, it was just bouncing to the point I have never experienced a night that good at a racetrack in the years I've been calling across different codes. Um, you know, I've called my first race 40 years ago next year. And to be part of that night last night was something magical. But it was a good night on the track. I've got to talk firstly about the Group 1 race, the Len Smith Mile, brought together a very good field. And here's how I saw the latter part of that race over the mile. Um, I, Freddie, I apologise. We don't have that in the system at the moment. That's I apologise. Right. Okay, we can come back to that. It was rock and yep. roll, do, and this is, this is, you know, an incredible form line. In Cipher, beat rock and roll, do by a half head a couple of weeks back, and yet in Cipher went around after rock and roll, do had won the Len Smith by a nose. I might point out it was it was a nose um, in the Group One. Rock and roll, do beat Spirit of St Louis, another second placing for this amazing horse who has run so many placings, often the bridesmaid. Uh, he'll be a bride soon. He'll, he'll, he'll break through <laughs> a big one. But, gee, it's been tough going. And Narano, I thought, ran a terrific race for third and Mac Dan was fourth. That was the Len Smith mile. But that then just paved the way for the hype race. The race, I guess, was conceptualised going back well over two years ago, was publicly announced in April of 2022. We had to wait 18 months nearly for the race to be run. But here's how I saw the latter part of it. In the inaugural Eureka, and the leader is Catch a Wave. Three metres in front of Leap to Fame. Covered up on the inside and having a real good runner's captain ravishing the Lost Storm 1-1. Then came Captain Hammerhead. They're about to up the ante. And Cypher is next. They were followed by Magician. It's got a long way back, followed by Speak the Truth, my ultimate Ronnie. And at the cages, Ripper's last of all. 28-1 the split, 57-6 the half. And as they come towards the home corner, they're about to run for the money. They're about to run for the glory. It's Catch a Wave, the leader. Ahead in front of Leap to Fame, getting out after it. On the inside, Captain Ravishing, all dressed up, nowhere to go. And then came the Lost Storm. Ed Cypher's putting in a claim. The mare, she's coming quickly. As Leap to Fame quickly goes to Catch a Wave, here comes the mare. In Cypher down the outside. The mighty mare's out after Leap to Fame. And Cypher goes up, puts the nose in front, comes away. A famous victory. And Cypher beats Leap to Fame. Third Captain Ravishing 
pushing fourth home in the race, getting home late was Magician a good run. Yeah, big run by Magician, the Taswegian finished the race off nicely, but I'm joined now by winning driver Luke McCarthy, and I've just got three words for Luke. How good's that? Yeah, good morning, Freddie, and yeah, absolutely fantastic, and thrilled to be part of the first Eureka, and hopefully plenty more to come. I'm sure there'll be plenty more, Luke. Going back 18 months ago when the race was announced, I guess everyone, whether a trainer, whether a driver, would have dreamed of being involved in the race. It played out that way for you, and to win it, it must be quite a surreal feeling. Oh, definitely, and you know, particularly if, if you're lucky enough to be an, an owner of one of the horses, and mm. you know, and then and then folding into a trainer or, or a driver, it's just um, fantastic to be a part of the new race. Take us through the race. Um, she, she probably was a little underestimated by many, including punters, but you put her in a gun spot. Just take us through the race from the start. You, you, you got her into a good spot. Yeah, like she, her run in Melbourne the week before, the fortnight before was sensational. And like, as you mentioned, Rock and I drew Frank the form by coming out winning the Lensmith Mile, which she beat in that run. So well, I had a lot of confidence with her and when I went around and spoke with Emma and Clayton, they they were really confident with her and were happy with the work. And, you know, I sort of really had in my head I could definitely be third, you know, obviously catch a wave and let the frame the, the top two guys. But, um, you know, we, so we drove with confidence, um, you know, stepped out of the gate to make sure we were in a, in a good position and ended up way out two back. And, yeah, she just, she done the rest. I guess from where you were in the run and knowing that she has got some staying prowess and a, and a good turn of foot. I tell you what, when you popped to the question, she, she really accelerated, Luke. Yeah, she did. And she's great, great trying there and good, easy to drive. So, you know, my job was very easy and I was just lucky enough to get on the right horse on the right night. And you've had great success over the years with Emma and Clayton and, and, and I guess, uh, to do it on your home track, I think I said post-race, it's a, it's a local victory of sorts. Uh, you, you've won all the features at Menangle, and, and to win and that's your name on the trophy, uh, the first Eureka, a uh, very special moment. Oh, for sure, Freddie. And I, I don't think it's sort of sinking, particularly not mm. last night, even maybe for a few days, but maybe it mightn't be until the next one's run and the one after where it really sinks in that, hey, you know, I was lucky enough to win to win the very first Eureka. I saw a post-race interview with your mum. She was absolutely over the moon. The family there last night, of course, Cobbity Equine played a big part in, in some of the sponsorship of the, the, the Breeders' Challenge Blue. But uh, to do it on your home track, in front of your family, and, and take us through the buzz that was there last night. I haven't experienced it uh, since I've been back calling Harness for 15 years. It must have been special to be at your home track and to see that many people there. Oh, for sure. And, the, you know, the live entertainment was great. The, all the promotions leading up to it were absolutely fantastic. And to get the people there with the atmosphere and, you know, when you go out on the track for every race and the crowd's yelling out and the music's going, like, it, it just had that thoroughbred vibe to it. And, yeah, it was just a really just so good to be part of it. How do you how do you sort of come down? It's going to be business, and I'm sure it has already been business at usual out at Cobbety Equine. But but how does Luke celebrate? I mean, Happy Father's Day for a start. Uh, nice uh, nice way to, to celebrate Father's Day. But uh, are you catching up with family? Are you relaxing? What what's the plan just to come down from such a, a big high? 
Yeah, no, we just catch up with family and um, just, yeah, have a cruisy day at the farm and have a few beers and, yeah, just a nice relaxing afternoon, Freddie. You've earned it, mate. Uh, you, you've run, as I said, every feature. You, you and uh, King of Swing, synonymous with the uh, uh, you know, Miracle Mile and all the other feature races that you've won. I remember one Breeders' Challenge Day. I think you drove three or four winners. It was just an incredible day for you. But uh, I'm, I'm going to ask you the $64,000 question, Luke. Where does last night sit in the illustrious and star-studded career of El McCarthy as far as the... the, the the emotion of winning that race. Oh, it's right up there, Freddie. It's 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 probably hard for me to explain as like as you know as being involved in the you know taking care or training side of the horses. Mm-hmm. You know, being hands on with King of Swing a lot, so much pressure and making sure he's right all week and to win a Miracle Mile and then win three. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, just a complete different feeling to turn up and drive. You know. A horse that's not favourite for other people, and there's no pressure. So you sort of go into the race with a complete different mindset, and yeah, it's it's a different feeling, but it's completely amazing. And obviously, it's the world's richest race, so you know it's a huge thrill. And like you said, I'll probably appreciate it even more next year once the next one's running. You go, hey, we were lucky enough to win the first one. My word. Well, look, thanks very much for joining us this morning. Um, I hope uh, you, you get to rest and, and celebrate and enjoy uh, Father's Day and family. Before I do let you go, Spirit of St. Louis. I mean, what, beating the nose in, in the big group one there last night. He's just been such an amazing animal for the stable. Yeah, he's, he was awesome. Jack drove him good. He, he, look, he, he's still under Freddie because he had a spell after Queensland. We kind of just rushed him back to the Len Smith and he almost pulled it off. So... Another two weeks under his belt, he'd be even better. But um, full credit to Michael Stanley and Rock and Roll Dew. He was very happy with his horse and confident. And, you know, he'd he done all the work and deserved the win. So, look, them two horses, you know, hopefully they can just stay at that top level for the next few seasons. Good on you, mate. Thanks very much for joining us, Luke. Congratulations. You are the winning driver of the inaugural Eureka. And no doubt uh, it'll sink in in coming days and maybe even coming months. But uh, congratulations, mate. Yep, thanks very much, Freddie. There he is, Grant Luke McCarthy, always uh, generous with his time, uh, and uh, what a moment he won't forget. Just quickly before we wrap it up, um, the meeting kicked off with the uh, Kari JC cap and plate, and young Leighton Green, terrific young fellow, drove the winner for Mick Formosa. The Breeders' Challenge Blue Finals were run at Group 2 level. Uh, the two-year-old Phillies final, the Lady Kings, Claire, Bernie and Dougie Hewitt combined. Uh, it was a lovely scene there with uh, uh, his daughter and uh, wife trackside at the presentation. Great to see. Uh, Tim Tin Joe for Ashhart and Cam Hart. Uh, they combined to win race number three. Um, they were celebrating, no doubt, not only the win of that horse, uh, Tin Tin Joe, but the fact that the Mighty Roosters... Um, <laughs> get through to the finals because while that uh, game was, or while that race was being run, uh, Penrith were playing and knocked North Queensland out and the Roosters therefore in. Then we had an absolute boil over race four to the two-year-old Colts and Gelding. Sir Knight at $151, $150 to one in the old speak, got through uh, off a peg pocket, darted back to the inside and $151 blew them away, beat double fear and Veek Monet. Uh, the three-year-old Colts and Gildings better be the best. He's a star. And I've got to take my hat off here to, to Nathan Turnbull. He won the derby, and there was a lot of talk that he would be a three-year-old that slot holders would want for the Eureka. 
Nathan said, I've got a really good horse here. As tempting as it is to run in a $2 million race, I want to look after the horse and keep him racing long-term. He didn't want to put him up against the four-year-olds and better be the best. Uh, He won that race, and you'll see so much more of better be the best, and I've got no doubt in the next Eureka, uh, as a four-year-old, he'll be one of the first chosen. Uh, We talked about Rock and Roll Do beating Spirit of St. Louis, uh, and then Cypher beating Leap to Fame, Captain Ravishing. Magician, well, firstly, Captain Ravishing, terrific run. Let's go through them, and Cypher, we just spoke to Luke. Leap to Fame breezed all the way and looked the winner with about 100 to go until Cypher launched. Captain Ravishing, first up for over six months, over 2,400 metres in a high-pressure race. Terrific run to finish third. And Magician came from well back, and it finished fourth. My ultimate Ronnie was last near the turn, and it ended up running into uh, sixth spot, one of the locals. So uh, well done there. The early leader, Catch Away, the reigning Miracle Mile champion, led and uh, dropped back, uh, dropped out of it. And the last race was the new race, the Stockade, effectively a consolation for the Eureka run at Group 2 level and Shannon Price and Adam Sanderson, I say it all the time, they bring horses here to Sydney at Menangle and they have amazing success and they won that race with Sure Thing Captain beating Danger Zone and Don Hugo. So it was a massive night of racing and it all came to fruition last night at uh, Tadcourt Park Menangle. Great to be part of it and uh, a night grant, I won't forget. Yeah, I bet. Hey, Freddie, just on another topic, love the photo of you and your dad that you posted on Facebook for Father's Day. How old were you in that pic? Uh, I think I was, I don't know, about two and a half. You look at the face and you can see Fred Hastings, peeps. You can absolutely see Fred Hastings. Mate, well done on a, on a top call. Absolutely loved it. You have a, you can put your feet up and relax until tomorrow when we get stuck into it again. Uh, yeah, attack Bankstown tomorrow. Just before I, I do go, yep. I've got a, we talked about, as you know, Grant, we had young Jet Turnbull on, 16-year-old, yeah. made his drive about four weeks ago. He, he's driven over 25 winners or around 25 winners already in his short career. He's picking up three, two, three, four winners here, there and everywhere. Um, we said, watch him. He is going to be a real star in the sulky. Jet Turnbull just doing some really good things in the infancy of his career. And on that note, happy Father's Day to all the dads out there, especially Keithy, who's probably uh, listening right now. Happy Father's Day and uh, best wishes to you too, Greg. Have a good one, Freddie. Yes. Bye-bye. Fred Hastings there with On The Pace.